0: If I were to say the words jealousy, death, and a horrible miscommunication, you probably wouldn't think that I'm talking about a camp meeting revival service. But I actually am. Thanks for listening. This is the third episode of Church Kids Unite. So as promised, this week I will be sharing one of... Truly the craziest church stories I've ever heard in my life. Um, my friend was so, so gracious to send it to me and I I cannot wait to share it with you guys. So I hope that you are ready to laugh um, because I, I've i read through the details of this story several times and every time I'm like in disbelief. So uh, can't wait to share this with you guys. All right, let's dive right in. So uh, the scene of this story is a camp meeting in Florida, which you can already imagine. Um, you guys know how summer camp meetings are. Um, very churchy, very, uh, very, this is a, a Pentecostal based story. So you all that are Pentecostal know, um, that we like to, we like to show out, especially at camp meetings. So, uh, this is, it's the last night of the camp meeting and here we go. Um, uh, my friend, uh, me. So I pretty much can just read this story. Like I don't even have to add, add that much humor into it because it's just, it's crazy. Okay, here we go. So she says, At a camp meeting in Florida, after an excellent service, an older woman walks to the front of the church wearing a prayer shawl, insert laughter already, and asks the pastor as he's closing if she can have something to say. Since it's a camp meeting, they have different visiting preachers each service. Uh this particular service it was a younger gentleman, maybe in his early thirties, so I'm definitely seeing this uh happen. you know, camp meeting services have been going good um uh, older lady uh says she is probably in her late sixties or older, so late sixties or older, prayer shawl walks up, says, "Can I have something to say at the end of service?" This is very um typical very believable i i totally see this happening she goes on so she gets the mic and she starts talking about last year's camp meeting um and she shares that she didn't get to make it each night and her granddaughter came and got filled with the holy ghost okay now church kids you know there is no higher achievement than speaking in the unknown tongue. I mean, there are <laughs> wonderful things that you can do and the, the power of the Holy Ghost empowers you to do that. But as a church kid, you know, the ultimate flex is having the Holy Ghost. Um, you know, your your family is never more proud of you than when you speak in tongues. Your pastor is never more proud of you than when you speak in tongues. The Holy Ghost is that thing that sets you apart. So her granddaughter, um, receives the Holy Ghost the previous year at that same camp meeting. Um, she says her granddaughter told her the news and the grandma admits, let's call her, um, grandma Millie. Millie admits that she was not happy for her granddaughter. I'm already, I'm already questioning Millie, are you saved? Why are you not happy for your granddaughter speaking in the unknown tongue? This is the book of Acts. This is the book of Acts. The Bible is, is unfolding. Your granddaughter has the Holy Ghost and you are not happy for her, Millie. Millie says that she was not, and she's telling the entire church this at camp meeting at camp meeting i don't know what i would do if i was sitting i do know that there are several people that i could not be sitting by while she was giving this tell-all testimony so millie says she was not happy for her granddaughter but she was jealous of her own granddaughter forgetting the holy ghost so she says, she goes on, it gets, this story just continues to get worse, guys. Every detail, just it goes from bad to worse. Millie says when she finally saw the preacher that preached the night that her granddaughter got filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, he greeted her and he said, you know, I love you, I love you, Millie, and I hate that you missed last year. Which is a very church thing to say. Oh, love you, Sister Millie. You know, so glad to have you. Hate that we missed you last year. Things like that. Which I'm just going to insert here. Um, my mom is a big advocate for not giving anyone any any reason to think that you are trying to flirt with them. Um which this this preacher is probably thinking, Millie, I am half your age. I am a preacher doing the Lord's work. You're old enough to be my mother, possibly grandmother, depending on the situation. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to uh, feel comfortable telling you I love you. And I'm, I'm sad that you missed it, but I'm glad that you're here now. So... Millie's testifying about this. Keep this in mind. She's, she's saying this in front of the whole church. She proceeds to tell the congregation that she took the preacher saying he loved her the wrong way. And thought that he was hitting on her. Guys. Granny Millie, in just a matter of seconds, has admitted that she was jealous of her granddaughter for receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and also thought that the preacher saying, I love you, so good to see you, so sad we missed you last year, she takes that as he's hitting on her. Then, okay, so we've we've hit the jealousy now we're going to we're going to hit the death then she goes into a rant about how she had a handicapped son that passed away and that she was relieved that he passed because he was a burden in her life this is absolutely the definition of oversharing um one day the lord is going to release me to give a uh, a class on testimony etiquette because guys every every thought that you have does not warrant you telling it this is actually insane like you you're jealous of your granddaughter I'm, I'm just I'm gonna keep reiterating this you're jealous of your granddaughter for receiving the precious gift of the Holy Ghost according to acts two and four or acts two 38 for my apostolic friends. You're jealous of your granddaughter for receiving the Holy ghost. You are um, thinking that the preacher is flirting with you by saying he loves you and he missed you. And now you are relieved because your son uh, has passed and he was a burden in your life. This is all in the same testimony, folks after church now just picture it for a minute y'all know how camp meeting services are you've cried you've sweated you've shouted you've said amen you snuck out to grab a snack you've come back into church and millie wants to to tell all this at the end of service you're ready to go you're ready to eat you're hungry and and millie decides that now is the time to 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 really tell all to spill her guts to tell her life story Um, here we go. So she then asked the church and the visiting preacher that preached that morning. And, um, she puts in here notes that she is standing right beside him on the front row as she's speaking. So the visiting preacher is literally sitting right next to her. She's standing up talking with the microphone. She... I don't even want to read this. (sighs) Give me the strength, God. Give me the strength. She's (laughs) she's standing next to the man to the guest preacher says guest preacher uh, let's say uh, uh, evangelist Michael and congregation please Forgive me. For. (laughs) Oh, God, please forgive me for having. Sexual feelings for him during his preaching. Guys. Guys. Millie, there's some things we don't need to know. We don't need to know that you are, um, um, uh, battling temptation about the preacher while he's preaching, get some control. Okay. So we're adding to the list. We're adding to the tally here. Millie is jealous of her daughter or her granddaughter. Sorry. She's jealous of her granddaughter for receiving the precious gift of the baptism of the Holy ghost. She believes that another preacher is flirting with her. She is relieved at her own son's death. And now she is asking for the church's forgiveness for having impure, unclean thoughts about the guest preacher during his preaching. What? But remember, I told you this story continues to get worse. Millie then goes on to say, now, mind you, all of this is in the same, it's in the same testimony. Millie's just talking. Millie's just airing out. She said, you know what? There is no bondage. I'm going to say what I need to say. She says, (laughs) she sees all these visiting preachers coming through, coming through the camp meeting with their ugly wives. And she knows, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to we're going to we're going to park right there. Can you imagine being one of the guest minister's wives? She has basically said all of the guest preacher's wives, they don't hold a candle to her. They're ugly in church after just asking for repentance for lusting after the guest preacher she then goes on to say i see these preachers come through here with their ugly wives (laughs) like millie have you no shame have you no have you no shame at all this is a little side note um Okay, so pretty much everyone who's listening to this is a church kid and everybody knows that um one of the one of the I don't want to say tactics, but one of the things that keep us on the up and up as as church kids is a healthy dose of shame. Like we are afraid of of being put to shame. So we do right or we sneak to do wrong because we don't want to be put to shame. Millie says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, forget that. I don't. I don't care. I have no shame. I'm gonna say what I need to say. All you preacher wives are ugly, guys. I. I would have been in need of an inhaler. I would have actually been in need of an inhaler," she says. um... I see all these visiting preachers, ugly wives coming through here. And Millie said, I know that I could make the preachers happier and be a better wife to them than their ugly wives. What? This is so, Millie is so disrespectful. This is like, this is actually disrespectful. And I am shocked that she had the chance to even say all of this. But then at the same time, who wants to cut Millie off during her tell all? I don't know what I would have done. Do I sit there like a deer in headlights? Do I wheeze and crack up? Yes. What do you do? Remember how I said it gets worse. We're going to recap just one more time, guys. Stay with me. We're doing so good. We're going to make it through this. Millie is jealous of her own granddaughter for receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Millie has confused herself into thinking that another guest preacher half her age is flirting with her. Millie is happy that her son... The handicapped son has passed away because he was a burden in her life. Millie then calls out all of the evangelist and preacher's wives saying that they are ugly. And that she could be a better wife to the preachers. She then goes on to say that during the service where she is battling a hot pot spirit of lust for the preacher while he's preaching she says that the devil gave her a thought y'all ready for this Millie says that the devil told her during the preaching you don't need to be in the service you have a good enough body She says that the devil told her, you don't need to be in the service. You have a good enough body. You could be out stripping on the pole. Not my words. These are the devil's words to her. Let me just backtrack to say that she's saying all of this with a prayer shawl on. Why wear the prayer shawl? Why wear the prayer shawl? I don't understand. what is the point of the prayer shawl if you if you've got all this going on? Just take take the prayer shawl. Well, no, never mind. Not if she wants to be a stripper. Um, yeah, I I really I oh Millie. So she says that the devil tells her that she has a good enough body that she could be out here um dancing for the money. And she casually ends with, "Anyway, y'all pray for me." <laughs> Oh, Millie has dropped bombs. Millie has, Millie has said everything she can say. Everything she can say. She said, I'm jealous of my granddaughter because she got the Holy Ghost. I think that the man in his 30s, the preacher is flirting with me. I'm happy that my son is dead. All you preacher wives are ugly. And the devil told me that I have a good enough body to dance for some change. Y'all pray for me. I would have been on the floor, like actually on the floor. I would have been screaming, help me up. I I don't care if I'm on the camera. I'm going to laugh. This is hilarious. My friend said the whole church was silent and just in such shock of all the nonsense um, that you could have heard a pin drop in the sanctuary. And I I believe it because, like, how how do you process All of this. How do you process all of this? Um, On top of that, like, there is no way. There is no way to prepare for a testimony of this proportion. There's no way. There is no way. So, um, (laughs) my friend says she was literally trying to process if this was real life or a joke. Same. Solid same. Um, So, the pastor grabs the mic. After not knowing what to say and just says, y'all pray for this woman. This is the funniest part. My friend said service ended and her husband walked up to her and said, I've always known. (laughs) I've always known that the devil was a liar. But seeing the devil told her that she could make it as a stripper. I know for a fact <laughs> that the devil is a liar. Guys. Listen. I just want I just want all of you to know that the devil is indeed a liar. And he is, he's telling people that they can they can make it as a as, oh god. That they can make it as a stripper. And Millie indeed does not have the body of of an exotic dancer. Um so that's the story of Millie. I told you that it was crazy. I'm just going to recap one more time. Millie is jealous of her granddaughter, her blood granddaughter for receiving the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2 and 4 or Acts 2.38. Millie believes that one of the guest preachers Half her age is flirting with her just by saying, I hate that we missed you last year. I love you. So good to see you, Millie. Millie is also, Millie is also relieved that her blood son has passed away. Millie has called out every preacher's wife saying, y'all are ugly and I can do it better. Millie has been lusting after the preacher while he was preaching and asked the congregation and the man for forgiveness. Millie is also actively listening to the voice of clearly a lying devil. During the sermon, the devil's trying to convince her to be a lady of the night, an exotic dancer, dancing strange for some change. Well, that's the story of Millie. I hope that this has encouraged you. And uh, yeah, there's that. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed that story as much as I have. It definitely had a lot of twists, a lot of turns, a lot of craziness that us church kids know all about because we see it all the time. Um, I hope that you have a great week. I just want to pray over your week. Uh, Lord, thank you for everyone listening. I pray that they would have a great successful week. Um, Don't don't let the devil lie to us like he lied to Grandma Millie. Uh, Help us to to know our strengths and to and to work with our strengths and uh, in the areas that we're weak. We pray that you would help us, help us not to live in delusion, God. Help us to uh, to walk in honesty and accuracy. In Jesus' name, have a great week, guys. Bye.